You're listening to Everyday Emergency, a podcast from Doctors Without Borders. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Emergency. I'm Nick Owen from MSF, or Doctors Without Borders. Since early 2015, a conflict has been playing out behind closed doors. In Yemen, a Saudi and Emirati-led coalition has been fighting anti-government Ansar Allah forces, resulting in widespread displacement, destruction, and in turn, dire humanitarian need. Throughout, MSF teams have been first-hand witnesses to the conflict. We've produced a short audio series that we'd like to share with you here on Everyday Emergency. This six-part mini-series depicts the daily reality of Yemenis caught in the crossfire during the past five years. This is Inside Yemen. The journey is interminable and probably far too long to save the family in the back of the pickup truck. The man behind the wheel speeds straight from the landmine that blew them up to the nearest hospital in Mocha. It's been three hours already that the family has been waiting for medical treatment. We're in Yemen, and the family has been wounded by one of the many landmines the army has left behind to be triggered by civilians. They've literally littered the whole place with them, fields as well as roads. Says Agnès Verin Lakia, who's been to Yemen three times this year for Médecins Sans Frontières. And who plays in the fields? Kids, of course. Who works the land? Their parents. So entire families aren't able to get their crops in fields or end up getting blown up by landmines. It's creating whole generations of amputees. Catching sight of the MSF flag, the driver automatically accelerates. The truck throws up gravel in its wake as its brakes screeching. It arrives at the hospital compound. Then the bell rings. Every time there's an emergency, you hear the bell ring. It gives you a sinking feeling, a feeling of anxiety, because you never know what's going to be coming in. Women and men in pale green scrubs surge forward to the pickup truck. At the back of the vehicle perches an impressive-looking machine gun whose size and power contrast with the build of the man operating it. The scarf around his head, half covered in sand, he looks totally stunned. The cloud of dust raised by the truck's ear-splitting arrival still lingers in the air as four bodies are unloaded. First are two adults, body bags, and then straight to the morgue. There's nothing more to be done. The two children, brothers aged between 5 and 10 years, aren't dead. One's alive, but the other's having worrying convulsive seizures. He can't control them. He looks so small in the emergency room that in comparison seems so huge. His whole body's shaking. He has a minuscule hole in his skull that doesn't look that big a deal to me. But shrapnel has penetrated it. It's left a really small hole, but internally, inside his head, it's made a huge mess. The problem is that you might think that it's a splinter, but you don't really have a clue. The fact is, we can't give him a scan because we have no scanner in Mocha. 
The child has to be transported to the hospital in Aden, the big port city in southern Yemen. It's a six-hour drive away, which may well further endanger his life. We're sending him there with no idea what will become of him. It happens a lot. This is our reality. In the hospital in Mocha, we live with the ring of the bell, little information, wine of the wind in the operating theater tents, and the thud of artillery fire. Agnes considers the family's uncertain fate an important story that has to be told because the war in Yemen is a conflict played out behind closed doors. Since 2015, the Yemeni government, aided by an international coalition led by Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, has been trying to push back the Houthi rebels to the north. Yet one more war for a country whose young adults will only have ever known brief interludes of peace. The brutality of the conflict is concealed by several restrictions on information, access and travel, not just for journalists, but aid organizations too. Any news of the war making it outside the country is therefore distorted and painted by the propaganda put out by the different parties to the conflict. By accepting to treat combatants as well as civilians, hospitals have become a window into the reality of what's really going on in the country. A country where it is often people with no role in the conflict who end up paying the price. That was Inside Yemen. If you'd like to learn more about the project and our work in Yemen, then please visit insideyemen.msf.org en. Thank you for listening. For more true stories from the front line of medical emergencies, subscribe via your podcast provider or visit msf.org.uk slash podcast.